feminine hijinks where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with some sass. And some crass. And lots of kicking kick ass. ass. You, oh, you betcha. Oh, you betcha. Got your ass kicking boots on today. Oh, gosh. Oh. My name's Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And today on our agenda, we have a special treat for you. A couple weeks ago, I ran across this article that talked about um, a, a, a brainstorm article from a 1958 McCall's magazine, <laughs> and Bored Panda featured it. The title is 129 Ways to Get a Husband. I keep thinking, 50 ways to leave your lover. <laughs> <laughs> 129 ways to get, get a, husband. a husband. So you can expect that things are going to be way off base compared oh to how God. things are today. And we're still laughing about it. We posted it to our page <laughs> last week and we thought it's so good. Let's talk about it on the podcast. So we picked out some of our favorites and are excited to uh, compare notes today. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And of course, obviously, this was in the days before anybody would talk about same-sex partners or anything mm-hmm. like that. So obviously, keep that in mind when we're talking about this article that, you know, doesn't have to yes. be a husband. But back in this day, it sure did be. It yes. did be. It sure had to be. It sure had. It sure had. It sure had to be. It sure. It sure be. It sure be. Excuse me while I make up my own grammatical form. Oh, but you know, <laughs> it's funny. Back then, that was the goal to get married. That was like, oh yeah, have your level. MRS degree. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. totally. But I, I loved this article. But before we get to that, I'd like to just check in on your poop. I know that you, you have an ever changing poop. I have an ever-changing poop. You just it's never like a know. Ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It has many hues. <laughs> you just <laughs> never know. Well, it's just a short dingleberry today, but you know what? I've changed my job again. <laughs> what a surprise. Go. Suze has once again changed her job. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I don't set out to like do that every job I get I'm like all right this is gonna be it I'm gonna stay here a while I'm gonna do this and that but things always seem to like change up and get in the way so I'm just kind of wondering if this is a message to like all right it's time to really focus on your own shit which is what I'm gonna start doing so I'm gonna be working some magic Ange and I are working some magic I'm working some magic with my business offerings and all that stuff but as a part-time job, I'm working again at Stitch Fix. Yeehaw. I have to tell you, a friend of mine uh, posted about Stitch Fix today. She lives in California, and she was saying how she just got her third box and how they the designers are absolutely fabulous and how they totally get her style and her size perfect. And I mentioned that my friend works there and she's like, well, if she's a stylist or a designer or whatever, then she then she's probably doing a fantastic job. She just can't say enough good things about it. Oh, my gosh, that is amazing. Yeah. Well, like I said, I used to work there and then I decided to go back now. And it's amazing. This company is so incredible, like the changes they've already made. And they make it so easy for you to for us stylists to figure out people's style because they Mm -hmm. ask them all these questions and it just helps us more and more to send the right things. But those of you who don't know, Stitch Fix is like a... um, program where you can get on make a profile 
order a box of clothes basically that are sent to you and we stylists pick out five items for you and send it and you can keep what you want to keep send back what you want to send back with like a prepaid envelope so it's just really a fun it's fun for people to get a surprise in their box yeah and you know we do take it's they have their own labels too so things are made really well and made to fit a lot of different body types Mm -hmm. so yeah it's really really fun and and i get to work from home and uh it's fun to be back in the styling world again so yeah it's a good thing Yay. Well, I'm Yay. so glad it's going well for you. And you Thanks. have such great style that I'm sure that your customers are quite pleased with their well, purchases. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what about your poop? Well, okay. So I'm still watching my murder mysteries, but I, I, I'm also now watching another trashy reality show. <laughs> Which I just put on while I was working yesterday and already like burned through most of the season. I was going to say, how do you keep up with all these? You have so many different ones that you watch. I know. I don't, I don't, I I get mixed up on the murder mystery sometimes. (laughs) Like I forget who's in what and, you know, who's the, well, and in the British shows, especially they have so many crossovers. So you'll see people who are in different shows playing different characters so it's yeah okay so i'm watching (laughs) love island australia now didn't you watch love island before no i watched too hot to handle oh wasn't that on an island too it was isn't that what kind of made us want to do the deserted island podcast i maybe i don't know but this is very (laughs) much like too hot to handle except it's they don't have like a rule where you can't have sex or you know anything like there's not like that kind of thing oh geez but yeah but it's still the same thing where you've got all these 20 somethings that wear bikinis the entire time they're there and all the guys are buff (laughs) and they have to couple up and um then they there's all these alliances and whatnot and then eventually people keep getting you know voted or tossed off the island and then new people come on and cause trouble in everybody's relationships and it's so trashy but it's one of those things where I can be you know working on Instagram stuff or whatever that's sort of um, easy for me to do and kind of keep half an ear on what's going on on the TV. (laughs) It just sounds like hot potato of like the you know, venereal disease variety. Oh, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, you. And I obviously, this must have been filmed before COVID. Yes, this is actually like a couple of years ago. Yes, but the, this one couple got to spend the night in the hideaway room, Ooh. and they had mentioned there were condoms in there. So, of course, there were. Well, I hope there were, because you know, yes. all I can think of is like. You're on this island. And what if there's like not one person that you like even want to get down and dirty with? Or you do get down and dirty with one and then the new batch comes along and you're like, oh, well, now I'll get down and dirty with you. That's the, that's part of the story. And the thing is, they're they're all these like traditionally beautiful, superficial looking people who that's what they want. So there's not a lot of depth. Yeah. It's like Tinder Island. I know we need a, we need our own island, but, except for we're already married. But like if if pre marriage, I would I I would just want an island full of cute nerds. That's totally. all. Totally, or just girlfriends I could <laughs> girlfriends, hang out yeah. with and have fun. You know, I it's know, like that yes. sounds a lot more fun to me than like some greasy bohunk dude. 
I, I agree. So anyway, <laughs> check it out if you'd like some a little bit of garbage in your life. Then there you go. But back to our agenda. We wanted to make sure we had enough time to talk about this one today. But this is again the article from McCall Magazine, 1958, that was featured on Board Panda called "129 Ways to Get a Husband." And the woman who bought this magazine at a rummage sale for a dollar. And it was just full of of craziness. And it it just goes to show like how different things are now, especially when it comes to, you know, relationships and how you meet people and who you meet and all that. And so some of these uh, suggestions that they had are just absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. So we're not going to waste any more of your valuable time. We're going to jump right into the steaming pile of horse shit and take a little giggle. Hold your nose. Here we go. Hold your nose. We're diving in. But why don't we go back and forth? Why don't you, you tell one of your favorites first? Okay, but before I think what really should be number one on the list before Uh like to catch anybody is to make sure your pits don't stink. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, you'd better make sure you're wearing some good deodorant like Mm -hmm. Lumi, which you can also put on your stinky bits. So, you know, after the whole COVID thing is done, if you've met this person because you have really good smelling pits and you want a Tinder moment (laughs) instead of a tender moment (laughs) and you want a Tinder moment, you'll feel fresh down there. You will. You'll feel fresh and tender (laughs) for your Tinder for your Tinder. Yes. All right. So, yeah. So, so go to our website, feminineheidingspodcast.com. Look for the Lumi ad. Click on it. Order, qualify for free Lumi stuff. Stuff. Okay. Yes. So I had so many of these that I wanted I to talk about. And I don't have them in any specific order. Um, but one of the things that jumped out and made me laugh, and I didn't write down exactly the sentence or question, but I remember mentioning something about um, signing up for jury duty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that is such a sore spot with me. I'm like, and have they seen the men in jury duty? I mean, <laughs> when I was like serving jury duty, this guy was had been convicted of so many little petty crimes that he kept like not mentioning. And then the judge went back and did his homework and he called him up and he's like, well, I see you have this felony and this misdemeanor and this and the guy's like uh yeah yeah so no i don't think there's really too much dating material jury and jury duty i mean jared leto serving jury duty wouldn't even get me to sign up for that shit but when you think about like old (laughs) episodes of perry mason or whatever (laughs) like they all those people i mean were very you know that's true very put together but that leads me to mine, which is be friendly with ugly men. Handsome <laughs> is as handsome does. So even if it is an ugly juror, be friendly. Because you, never you know, know they could be they could be a handsome personality. This is true. <laughs> this is true. And then when it comes to the way people look, here's another one I liked. Don't be afraid to associate with some attractive girls because they may have some leftovers. <laughs> Oh, God. Just put yourself out there for sloppy seconds. How would you like to know you were like a hungry man dinner leftover? You were like that little, that little like thing in the upper corner, like the the pudding that always got the 
the corn in it, you know? Yeah. So like got, no like, one wanted it. Yeah, because it was like yeah, and it, and then it got corn in it, so it was uh-huh. ruined, you know. Yeah. You don't want to yes. be that. You know. You don't want to be, be that. that no. Oh God. Well, you know, I. <laughs> this one actually made me laugh out loud. I laughed at uh, many of these, especially on the inside, but this one I, I burst out laughing. Okay. Learn how to bake tasty apple pies. Bring one into the office and let the eligible bachelors taste it. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like shove everybody else away? No, you're married. You can't have any of my pie. <laughs> Taste my pie. Taste my pie. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I love it. Just let the eligible bachelors taste it. I just think that's hilarious. Oh my god, it's hilarious! Oh, one of I my know. favorites too. Like, get a sunburn. That's what it I said. I got that one too, <laughs> with no explanation. Like, get a sunburn. Why? How is that your bait? How's that your and man some bait? Cancer while you're at it, and then some. You know, before the cancer, white flaky skin that you can peel oh, off God. and gross everybody out. I mean, what the hell? Get a sunburn? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe it's a conversation topic. Well, speaking <laughs> of that, another good one. Stand in the corner and cry softly. <laughs> Chances are good he'll come over to find out what's wrong. Cry That's softly. One of my favorite <laughs> ones. <laughs> Well, what's wrong, dear? Ew. Nobody will eat my apple pie. <laughs> oh, and then they brought up the fact to stay healthy because men don't like girls who are ill. I know. <laughs> they like girls who be illin'. Yes, they like girls who be illin', but they don't like girls who are ill. <laughs> ill. Oh, God. oh, gosh. Okay, so here's one. Paint your name and number on a roof and have it say, give me a buzz, pilots. Definitely a sign of the times. Can you imagine give me that a now? buzz, pilots. Oh, oh Lord. God. I can't even imagine, but I like the thought of it. Oh, this one just totally. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so no. inappropriate in so many ways and so ridiculous. If your mother is fat... Tell him you take after your father. If he's fat, too, tell him you're adopted. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it is so serious. Like, there's a picture of all these 50s women sitting around a table brainstorming for this article. Like, wait, 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 wait. We don't want the man to think that we're going to get fat as we age. Uh So, oh, my God. Just ridiculous. Oh, my God. I know. That was one of those that really made me cringe and laugh at the same time. Well, how about this one? Make and sell toupees. Bald men are easy catches. (gasps) That was one of my favorites. And I was going to assign that one to you, Angie. It's time for you with your get out your sewing machine and start making and selling toupees. Toupees. And I could do Merkins on the side. For him or for her, or a merkin for your man, a man merkin. That sounds like something that we should be on Project Runway. Oh, God, seriously. But okay, so make and sell toupees. Where, okay, in the 50s, where where are these women going to be selling toupees and where are they going to get the hair to make them? How do you even like, make I don't understand. There's so many questions that I have so about this one. Qu- like, it's so easy to just make a toupee. Can you imagine, like, 
the Pinterest version of making a toupee. I like when they have those nailed it. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Could be the TV show. Nailed it. The toupee edition. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Oh, oh god. god. So what else do you have? I had something. I, I can't remember now, again, what the first part of it was. But basically, there was something that put me at ease when it said, men still make passes at girls who wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Does that also, do cheaters count? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, that's the stupidest oh, thing. Like, you can still be attractive, ladies, if you wear glasses. Yes, yes. Put your mind at ease. <laughs> Jesus, what in the world? What in the world? Well, what about this one? Um, okay, hold on a second. Uh, okay, this. Okay, this is my my this is my favorite. More so, well, God, they're all my favorite. Okay, this one's really good. Okay, learn to paint. Set up an easel outside engineering school. <laughs> Random engineering school. I know, I know. Learn to paint. So you got this like grand, you know, big picture plan of this. I'm going to catch a husband. So first, I'm going to go to school and learn how to paint. Then I'm going to get an easel once I get it all figured out. And I'm just going to, you know, nonchalantly set it up outside an engineering school as all the the men folk are walking to and fro, and and you're sitting there painting probably wearing a beret and looking ridiculous. <laughs> well, like, you know, I think that's in case Leonardo DiCaprio comes out and wants you to design his maze for inception. Could be. <laughs> could be. You never know. That'd be amazing. Wouldn't it? Yes. Yes. I mean, there's so many questions about that, too. So I guess they're assuming that only men are engineers. Yes. Is that why they say engineers? Yes. And they and engineers make money. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... They're like, I mean, I'm sure it could be, they, they had other things in there about, oh, you know, be nice to your parents' friends because they could have doctors for sons or oh, yeah. blah, 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 <laughs> you know? Well, you know, it's, you could make these like a, you could combine them into like a real double whammy. Like your painting could be really bad and you could be crying in a I corner don't. over your painting. With a sunburn. With a sunburn. Oh my God. You would be in a three way in no time. Oh. <laughs> All right. One of my favorites. Yeah, this could probably be my favorite just because it like is so me and not me at the same time. Don't tell him dirty stories. <laughs> <laughs> so this reminds me of my second date with the core man. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. So he took me out for dinner. And I don't even remember why I brought this up or what we were talking about. But I had recently read about some women that are like, I don't know if this is an old timey thing or just like a witchy thing. I'm assuming it's a witchy thing. But if they put their menstrual blood in spaghetti sauce 
and serve it to a guy, it'll make a guy fall in love with you. <laughs> oh my God, I can picture his face. So I was telling oh him God. this and I, I used to be able to make him blush. Like so easily I could say something like that and he would blush. Now he like just keeps typing on his phone or whatever because he's so used to me. Like he completely <laughs> ignores me now. But back then in the early days, boy, my my sweet little Norwegian man just did not oh. know what to do with me. Oh um, God, that's hilarious. But guess what, guys? We got married within a few months and we started our relationship by me telling him a really disgusting, dirty story. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Have a couple of dirty stories in your back pocket. Yeah, I think about that's, you men's, know, menstruation or masturbation or something. Oh, God, that'll get them going. You know, yeah. I think that's what we should have done. We should have been more prepared for this episode. We should have rewritten all of these in oh. our own way. I think that okay. should be homework for us for a, for a future show. I think so, too. I think so, too. That's fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. I love that idea. Let's do it. Because that's okay, one of them right there. Let me see which other one. Can I... Turn wolves into husband material by assuming they have honor. Isn't that, that is like... It's t- it's icky. What does that even mean? Wolves. Well, I I know, but I mean, like, how can you? Wh- what? Assume like, how are you assuming have... they have honor? Does that mean you're just gonna let them do whatever they want? Well, back then, just... yeah, it's like, well, he's just a man. Oh, you know? it just makes me sick. <laughs> I know that one. That one I put on my list because it did make me a little itchy. It was not good. Oh, how about don't tell him about your allergies? <laughs> Why? What? How? I don't understand. This one made me laugh, too. Never let him know he's the only one, even if you have to stay home one or two nights a week. (laughs) Ladies, if you're not out every single night, you're just a loser. Just give it up right now. Turn all the lights off in case he drives by (laughs) and he thinks that you're out with another gentleman caller. (laughs) God. Oh my God. That is so bad. Let me see if I have Do you have any more on there? I mean, there's so um, many. It's like how Well, there was the one stand on a busy street corner with a lasso. <laughs> Did you see that one? With a lasso? <laughs> uh-huh. It's number um one hundred and twenty-one. With a lasso, probably oh to get attention and to be sassy and whatever. Here's but, one. Don't whine. Girls who whine stay on the vine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. That makes me want to take a glass of wine and, and throw it in, in their face. face. That yes. wolf. Throw it in the wolf's face. Oh, good Lord. Well, how <sighs> did you I mean, how did you catch your man? Oh, how did I meet the core man? Well, we were actually both working at the nightclub First Avenue. Mm. And it's funny because I had come back. I had just come back from living in L.A. for a few years. I had lived here before and then moved to L.A. and then came back. And a friend of mine was the manager at the nightclub. And so she gave me a job. So I don't think it was my first night. But I remember um, meeting him soon after I started. And... It was funny because I could tell he was kind of flirting with me, but I was kind of dating this other guy Mm -hmm. and uh, whatever. And then time went by, not a lot of time, mind you. And then New Year's Eve came 
And I wanted to, of course, I worked and I wanted to go to a party afterwards. And this guy that I was dating, who was like this 18 year old boy toy, I called him <laughs> and I'm like, come down to uh, First Ave and, you know, give me a kiss at midnight and we'll go to this party. And he's like, you know, I'm just, I don't really want to go. I'm really tired. And I'm like, all right, loser. So then. <laughs> My, uh, the core man wasn't working that night, but he was hanging out there and he didn't drive because he knew he was going to be drinking. So mm-hmm. even back then, he was so responsible. Um, I was driving. <laughs> and uh, then, you know, he asked me if I'd drive him over to the party with me. So I did. And oh, my God, guys, he like I drove him to the party. He got out, insisted on opening my car door for me and helping Aww. me out of the car Um, Because it was really icy here, as you can imagine, in Minnesota. And then we got in this party and we sat on this couch and he asked me if he could go get me a beer. I mean, we're talking about I just moved from Hollywood where guys are like, they don't do shit like that. They are. No. You know, you're supposed to like do everything to kowtow to them. Little rock stars, not the other Mm -hmm. way around. So he was being such a gentleman and um, he... I remember he dropped me off or I dropped him off and he asked me to meet for coffee the next day. Well, I was dating this other guy and I felt really guilty about it. I was like, I better not. You know, Dave's probably going to want to do something and blah, blah, blah. He's like, all right. All the way on my drive home, I was like, I need to go out with this guy. I need to go out with this guy. So I called him when I got home. And you guys, this is before cell phones. And he lived with some roommates. And it was probably like 3 o'clock in the morning. And I called him. And he actually answered the phone. And I was just like, okay, I'll go have coffee with you. Oh, I love that (laughs) so much. And then the next morning we had coffee. And then we were pretty much inseparable from that day forward. And so we... He was working on a film out of town at the time. and But we, like our first official date then was January 1st. We got engaged in April and we were married in October. Damn, you fast-tracked it. Well, you know what? I had been through enough losers that I knew exactly what I wanted. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'd paid my dues. So, yes, it went very fast. And he had been married before, too. Oh, right. Yep. And here's a good sign, guys. If someone has been married or in a relationship and they're just like, you know, it just didn't work out and they're not all like really angry about it, that's a good sign. For me, yes. I was like, oh, my God, he, he actually made a commitment. Like that was a huge thing coming from Hollywood that some guy actually wanted to marry somebody. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the fact, too, that he didn't hold resentment um, and was just ready to move on. That's that's a huge sign, because if they are still really angry and have all these terrible things to say, mm, that mm-hmm. means they care about it a little bit too much. Yes. Still. And they haven't you know? done their work. They're not ready. Exactly. So it all turned out to be perfect. So you can meet a guy in a bar. You can. Exactly. Yeah. We both work whether there. you work there or not. Yeah, exactly. So Aww. that's my story. What's I your story? How'd you catch it. your man? How'd I catch my man? Well, I, this was four years ago. This is after, after my first marriage. And I decided I would 
dip my toe back in the dating pool. <laughs> it had been a, it had been a long time because I was married for twenty six years. I got married yeah. at twenty one. It was a it was a long time since I dated anyone, and so I was on the dating apps, which was so completely new to me because of course, oh, yeah, back in the day, like you did meet people at bars or through friends or whatever, mm-hmm. and so. I guess when I laid my trap to catch my man, <laughs> I, I, I created my profile and put things in there that specifically would speak to, you know, someone who would have a similar interest. And so, yeah, so he contacted me and then we we met up at Astro Cafe and had a three hour Aww. dinner and went on the roof and we same thing you know there had been some little gaps in between because like he lived probably 20 minutes away and he worked down by where he lived and so we didn't see each other all Mm -hmm. that often those first couple months but then all of a sudden we were inseparable and we were and then he moved closer to me within four months after we wow. started dating. Yep. And then we moved in together the next year. And by the time we moved in together, we were already staying at each other's houses every single night. Did you date anybody? <clears throat> I don't remember. Did you date anybody in between, like after you met him and went on a date? Did you have any other dates that you had met online? No. 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 There was one scheduled, but I wasn't especially excited about it. And so I canceled it. Yeah. And I, and I was like, okay, I really want to be with Chris. And so I'm fully available yeah. off of the dating sites. And off the I got the, I got the vibe that he felt the same way. Yeah. Which he did, which was really nice. But we just had so much in common. It was totally, it was fun and it was easy. Like when it's easy, then you know it's right. Like mm-hmm. it, it was just so easy to be together. And we were just looking um, yesterday or the day before on our Facebook memories when we came to your 50th birthday party. Oh, my God. The best at the uh-huh. Zombie Den Bar. Oh, yeah. RIP. We had only been together two months. And it was the first time you met him. Yeah. And yeah. And so <laughs> there's this picture that you posted that ended up being like this running joke with us over the years okay you post this one picture of like everybody at the table and i'm laughing in the picture and he's sitting beside me with his back really straight tall and he looks really (laughs) serious like he's got perfect posture and he looks really serious and the the, right behind him is the men's room and it says gentlemen on it and so we we laughed about that for years so much to the point where i i got a copy of the picture i oh ordered God. a copy of it and i framed it and i put it on his side of the bed where at my apartment um nobody would really know what it was about except for it's just like he's like i've got the the sharpest posture you're laughing and i'm like sitting here like a oh robot my God, that's and then so funny one time my son came and slept over and he stayed in my bedroom and then the next morning i got up and went in there and then had moved a tissue box in front of the picture <laughs> It was like some blurry ass dark picture. Like he's I don't know. He's like that guy looks like a stiff. Like, that is so well think about it. He was like shoved into this bar with all these loud and the zombie bar. It's just like this crazy place. And I'm sure he was just like, oh my god. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. And and now even like 
he'll sit up straight. He'll, he'll be like, look, I'm I'm like Susie's birthday party. Like, I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that, that was good. I love so, that. I love that I'm responsible for that picture and like that, you know, marriage long joke that you guys will have. That oh, yeah, is the cutest sure. thing ever. Totally. So yeah, so we had a very easy, very wonderful. And you know, I think there's something to say too. like, there's some people that meet at a young age, like you guys that it's just worked out. And for us, our first marriages were just sort of like, working through ourselves. And then we did the work that we needed to become healthy individuals. And then we met and we were ready. So yeah, that is that is my advice is if you're after if you or if you're divorced and dating again make sure you get your work done on yourself otherwise you're bringing that baggage into the next relationship oh totally and you know it's funny i don't feel like i was all that young because i was 27 when i got married right. which mm-hmm. i think now is kind of average you know but i think people did get married or still do get married you know obviously right out of college or earlier than yeah. that Um, but I agree. And especially what you said earlier about things being easy, like Mm -hmm. when there's no game playing or drama or dealing with that whole, you know, beyond the first, obviously, when you first meet someone, there's a little bit, I mean, there's always a little bit of that. Is he going to call, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. But once you've established your relationship, you shouldn't have to be wondering, is he going to call? Does he Mm -hmm. care about, you know what I mean? Like all that stuff should be so crystal clear that you're both feeling it in that same way. And that's kind of when you know, okay, this is something worth building upon. You know, at least that's how I feel about it. Exactly. And also get a sunburn. Get a sunburn. Cry in the corner. Cry in the corner. Learn to make toupees. And apple pies. Et cetera, et cetera. And apple pies. Learn to make. And tell dirty stories, damn it. Because you know what? If you're someone who tells dirty stories and they don't know that right off the bat and they can't appreciate it, then you don't want them in your life. That's exactly right. Be your own damn self. But you know, there's also something really fun about sort of like being that shock value. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you say Chris is also kind of opposite of you. Um, yeah. I mean, there's some ways that we're, I, I'm, I, I'm more of an extrovert than he is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. same here, obviously, with the core man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, so I think we Yeah. So I, I mean, compliment. I remember, yes. And I say things sometimes, I, I have, you know, I, I talk like a filthy pig a lot of times. <laughs> and filthy it, pig. At first, he was like, and he still says this, if your children only knew the kinds of things that you say when they're not around. Oh, my children know, because I say it around them. I know you do. I know you do. Oh, God, I love that about you. Oh, my God. Last night, I met up with a group of women, and we were all sitting outside, and it was so much fun. And I only, I knew a couple of them, but not everybody. Well, there's this woman that my mutual friend introduced me to and she goes oh my god you two are peas in a pod and the woman says to me and you know we're all sitting in this big circle outside so you know social distancing and all this and this woman says to me oh so you're loud and inappropriate and I screamed at the top of my lungs fuck yeah (laughs) we were at Lake of the Isles (laughs) and all these people literally stopped and like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then this 
couple were sitting kind of close to our group, and I saw the guy lift up his fist and go, yeah! <laughs> and then it was the cutest. They were leaving after maybe like an hour, hour and a half. We were all talking, and the couple gets up to leave. And they come over, and they're like, we just have to tell you guys, we love you. We think you guys are the best. Aww. And we've dubbed you the mom gang. <laughs> that is awesome. And all they wanted I to do was that. like hang out with us old ladies because we were just having so much fun <laughs> being so inappropriate. <laughs> that is a sign of a good friend. You can totally be inappropriate and they get into it with you and you just don't give a shit. Yeah, or a good partner. You know, totally. Well, what do we got next week? Ooh, next week, I thought it'd be fun to talk about fashion trends since I just Mm. started back at Stitch Fix. Um, You know, it's always fun to talk about fashion. It's funny now thinking about fashion because a lot of us are just in our freaking you know, pajamas or loungewear all day long since we're not going very many places. But it's always fun to check in and see, okay, who follows the trends? Mm -hmm. Who doesn't care? And we've talked about this a little bit, you know, here and there over the podcast, but it might be kind of fun to to talk about fashion again because what, you know, most ladies, we just love to talk about clothes and all that stuff. Yeah, totally. So I look forward to that. You're more of a fashionista than I am, but I definitely have, my own style that I love and so you do and I think that's what it's all about it's like claiming your style no matter what Mm -hmm. it is that's right that's right so come back next week and we'll be here talking about fashion in the meanwhile we hope that you can catch a husband if (laughs) that's what you're looking to do and so practice your pie baking skills and we will see you next (laughs) week you can find us on femininehijinkspodcast.com also on apple podcasts google podcasts stitcher Tune in, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and Facebook and Instagram, and Patreon. Patreon! We're still trying to reach that 20-person goal where we will make a donation to the Jeremiah program here in Minneapolis, which helps women and their children break the cycle of poverty. So there you go. Yes. Such an important thing. Yes. So All we'll right, see you guys. next week then. Yes, we will see you next week. Have a good one. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.